sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Our guest this week is interior designer Rachel Carpenter. Rachel, welcome to the program. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. We are very excited. Rachel is going to be talking about interior design, but we're going to be uh, focusing to a great extent on window treatments specifically, mm-hmm. which is something that even though I've got a furniture store, I know next to nothing about. I might also add there's no way to uh, sound very manly when you talk about window treatments, <laughs> but we're going to try. We can to change do- that. Can we? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to ask for a, an overall definition of window treatments as well. So we're going to know exactly what that uh, what that includes. Uh, we are also being joined, uh, not by our usual friend Jordan Morris from Miller Valley Kitchen, but by Daniel Avila from here. Behind the Bar at Mill Valley. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rick. I'm happy to be here. Excited. Absolutely. And uh, Daniel is bringing some assistance by way of Kara uh, Keogh. Yes. Hello. Kara, welcome as well. She's going to be sous-chefing, bar-backing, and helping us uh, uh, put together the cocktails this evening. So, Daniel, tell us, what are we drinking today? Well, this is a version inspired by some seasonal stone fruits and whiskey. So, A version of a... Sazerac. Of a Sazerac. Right. So, now, that's a word, by the way, that you can sound really manly talk yes. saying. That Window I treatments? I don't even know what that is. No. <laughs> Sazerac. Yes. Lovely. So what is in this uh, version of the Sazerac? And, and first, what are we going to call it? Oh, good question. Ooh, we need to come up with a name. All right. We need, well, let's tell us what's in sure. the drink. Well, so here, um, peach creme would be what is going to be rinsed in the glass, right? So that's part of um, the Sazerac version of it. So. All right. So peach creme, peach which creme. is liquor, uh, liquor as well. Liquor, liquor, liquor. There we go. Right. Um, we want to... Rinse the glass and discard the rest. We're using a rocks glass, so you are swishing the the creme around to kind of create that uh, overtone. There you go. So it's just a s- slight hint of peach cream, right? The fun part comes in here where you grab an ice cube and use Feast Brother spitters. All right. And pastry bitters. A couple of dashes of each. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Brett. We had forgotten to uh, to start our mixing music. <laughs> I don't know if we have an official start to when the drink is being made, but You're I think right. it's now. I'm going to have to remind Yeah, I'll always... We'll, we'll come up with a cue. It'll be like a safe word. We need our own... Yeah, a little language. So. <laughs> Between the glass. All right, so Daniel has dropped a sugar cube into the bitters, and that is a raw sugar cube, brown, unrefined sugar, Correct. Correct. And he's muddling it with a muddler. Right, so you want to create a paste with the bitters and the cube. Uh, Swirl it around, and here's where the ice cube comes into place. All right. Two ounces of our peach-infused bourbon, nothing fancy, Rebel Yale. Okay, Um, which is like a rail-level $20 bottle of of bourbon. All right, awesome. And you're adding uh, an ounce and a half, is that right? We're going to do two ounces for this drink. Two ounces. Mm -hmm. I like it better already. <laughs> also, um, there is a new tomato and peach salad at Mill Valley, so that's why there are peaches in our cooler, and therefore I like to keep the bar and the kitchen connected that way. Oh, brilliant! So you could have a whole peach-themed afternoon or evening. Salad and a um, peach old-fashioned. That's fantastic. And he's also uh, mixing a, uh, a single round ice cube. And I've got one of those round silicon ice cube makers. They're really awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, stirring, mixing, muddling, this drink has it all. And Kari, you had tried this earlier, correct? Yeah, we were perfecting it uh, last night, so um, it's delicious. I'm excited to have another one. (laughs) Hard work, but you're dedicated. (laughs) Research and development, for sure. Exactly. (laughs) So we're going to garnish this drink with a mince beer. We're going to do a light... It's called a spank. Get the chlorophyll out. Get the nose. So a a spank is you put it in your palm, you clapped once, 
And now you've released the aroma, you've crushed the chlorophyll, you've created the something, the peach Sazerac, the Sazer peach. I like that. Do we like Sazer? Like, ooh, yeah, you can smell this. Is awesome. Isn't it a pretty bottle, too? I don't know. It really is. Rachel, what do you think? What would be a good name for a peach-flavored Sazerac? Uh, well, he said a peach old-fashioned. Or mm-hmm. peach old-fashioned? A peach old-fashioned. A summertime spank, a peach spank. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. We definitely have the name. It's a summertime spank. I don't know. It sounds fun. (laughs) If the design thing gets tiresome to you, you can just go into the naming of alcohol. Spank me, yes. (laughs) Spank me. Wow, you got to say when you need another one, spank me. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. All right, so we'll do that as the special. Of course, the the, the cocktails on the drink menu during happy hour at half price at Mill Valley. And if you ask the bartender after you have your first one to spank you, you get that with a special bourbon shot afterwards. (laughs) Just a drink, yeah. All right, fantastic. You know, tell me, Daniel, how did you develop your your bartending skills? Well, for me, it was more of uh, trying to find a creative outlet Mm -hmm. and being behind the bar and with... Um, different spirits and amaros and liqueurs was, and being part of the scene. So like talking to people, the late hours, uh, the vibe, the feel of the bar, and um, what the guest and uh, in-house a bar crew can do mm-hmm. to create an ambience. Now also like food driven. Um, always had a I don't know develop a palette for that kind of sensation just, and, and ambiance, right? We're kind of naturally drawn behind the bar, naturally drawn to hospitality Correct. in general. Yeah. And what you're saying is actually kind of interesting. Last week, uh, we had Rachel Zacharias. Uh, so two Rachels. It's, it's our, our back-to-back back Rachel to back. episodes, right? Works mm-hmm. well. Uh, and I were talking about, you know, the importance of, of environment, why we like being in design, because it has the ability to affect kind of your mood and your emotions and how you view the world. You add bar to, to that and, you know, in that kind of an environment, and it's, it's not a bad way to, uh, to kill off 70, 75 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully not that long. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a uh, quick break in just a couple of moments here. Um, but I would like to remind our listeners that you are listening to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. And I'd also like to direct our listeners to our website, which is drinkinthestyle.com. You can catch, well, about our first eight episodes that are uh, listed. And when I do get everything updated, the next 12 episodes or so. Right, Brett, who's been uh, leaning on me to get that updated? Yeah, just because I think people want to know how to make some of these drinks. I know, I'll I know. Get those up there, yeah. Jordan has been, has been reluctant as well because he's got to go back and figure out how to make all these cocktails that he originally had kicked out. But we will get it up there, and we will officially uh, um, make everyone aware of that. But otherwise, you are listening to AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be drinking a summer spanking. Summertime spank. A summertime spank. Yeah. And then talking about interior design. Design. Stay with us. Anything goes. Good authors too. Once knew better words. Now only use for. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of AM 950's Drink in the Style. Are you a fan of cool? Then let me introduce you to Gus Modern. Available exclusively in the Twin Cities at Habitation Furnishing and Design, Gus Modern is kind of mid-century, kind of contemporary, and 100% cool. Timeless, comfortable, awesome, and through August 19th, 20% off. Visit GusModern.com or stop in at Habitation at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard and check it out. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. I'm Richard Painter, and I'm running in the DFL primary for the U.S. Senate. I believe we're at a critical juncture in our nation's history. Our democracy is under siege by the Trump administration. 
foreign influence is unchecked as politicians exploit power for private gain rather than the public good. But what is happening right now is a symptom of a larger disease. The corruptive influence of money and politics makes government unresponsive to the people. For 25 years, I've been speaking out against corruption on Wall Street and in Washington. Now I want to fight for you in the United States Senate. I will fight foreign-owned mining companies seeking to pollute our waterways. I will fight against money and politics and corruption on all levels of government. I will fight to initiate investigations and hearings for the treasonous behavior of President Trump. It's time to impeach. Please support me in the DFL primary on August 14. See all the issues at PainterMinnesota.com. I'm Richard Painter, and I approve this message. Ad prepared and paid for by Painter Minnesota. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada, has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at habitation furnishing and design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis park come on in and check it out or go to gusmodern.com hi gregory rich owner of habitation furnishing and design and host of drink in the style right here on am 950 hey i've only got a few seconds so here's the deal habitation is the coolest furniture store in town not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities but in many cases habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It happened in Monterey. A long time ago. Welcome back to I'm Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, located on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, Kitty Corner, from Excelsior and Grand. We are currently drinking a summer slap me? <laughs> summertime spank. A summertime yes. spank, which, again, there's, there's like a... Nice. There's like an endless number of, of variations on that. I don't know what I'm going to call it all, all night, but I'm sure that by segment four, it's going to require <laughs> Brett's beeping button, uh, getting a good solid workout. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, by the way, Kitty Corner, as I was saying, across from Excelsior and Grand, we're having a little discussion. Kitty Corner, Caddy Corner, Diagonal. What do you guys think? Rachel, you're a Kitty Corner gal? Definitely Kitty Corner. Kara? Mm -hmm. yep, kitty Corner. With that, we've learned as two T's. Yes. We we did a little fact checking, and it's not kitty with two D's. It's kitty with two T's. Daniel, are you kitty corner diagonal, or do you kitty have kitty corner? Same for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you'd two have like T's. a Spanish, you know, contra esquina would oh. be the kitty corner version. You can say yeah. that again. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. sounds more sophisticated than kitty corner. <laughs> it really does. Class in the joint up. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate that. All right. Well, we're going to uh, have a sip of our drink, and uh, we actually were drinking in between. But, ladies, gentlemen, cheers. Cheers. This is a beautiful. Oh, I missed you. Summer spanking cocktail. The uh, the peach does come through. Brett, uh, our, our producer, is not partaking with us this week because he's on medication and apparently feels that it would be unwise. The liver will thank me. The liver will thank you, but the spirit suffers. Indeed. I wish I could have some. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, while we're drinking, a little light conversation. Um, we're talking about St. Louis Park a little bit. Uh, you guys are from St. Louis Park. Daniel, you were uh, um, from south of the border originally? Correct. Uh, Mexico, Spain? Guadalajara, Jalisco. Um, Pacific Coast. So... Region of tequila, mariachi, for reference. Outstanding. All right. Outside of tequila. This explains oh so very much. Let me ask you guys. Anywhere you could live in the world, where would you choose to live? We all love Minnesota, but Rachel, what do you think? What would your spot be? You know, if I could pack up my whole family and everybody um, from Mankato to come with me, I would move. Mm -hmm. um, I would choose Carmel, California. Really? Have you ever been there? 
I have not. Is it on fire right now? I certainly hope not. It's so beautiful. Um, Clint Eastwood calls it home now, and he owns a restaurant and a resort there. And the iconic truck of his is there. You can actually get your picture taken by the truck. But it's just this really cool little, like, artist kind of community. Everything is real artsy. Um, It's very expensive, but it's very beautiful. That's where Pebble Beach Golf Course is in that area. Oh, all right. It's beautiful. And the iconic truck, are you talking about from every which way you can? The Bridges. What's the Bridges one? Oh, the Bridges of Madison County? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Mm -hmm. Ah, Mm -hmm. never saw it. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, Clint Eastwood is is He's pretty cool. cool. His politics may or may not work for you, but you know what? He's still a dang fine actor. He's got a cool truck and a good restaurant there. Do you know what the first movie he was ever in was? I don't. The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Really? In 3D, he played a scientist. How do you know that? I have an unbelievable wealth (laughs) of completely useless random information. Clint Eastwood trivia. It's true, right? You can pull that out. How about you, Carl? Where would you choose Oh, gosh. That's that's so tough. Probably somewhere I've never been, my guess, um, in Europe. Um, But stateside here, um, I love Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It's beautiful. Mm. But I'm a, I'm a Cali girl. I don't know how I'm from St. Louis Park, Minnesota. I, I love the ocean. You do look like a California girl. <laughs> I, you, you really yeah, do. I, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. No. Daniel, uh, how did you wind up here in uh, Minnesota? Well, um, I was traveling. I was in New York um, working, studying English abroad, and I ended up meeting a girl that ended up uh, bringing me back here. So Really? I'm traveling for a across. woman. That's right. I'll tell you, women, nothing but trouble. I can thank her today. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. This She's is home gone, for me. But you're still here. This is home, yeah. And you were south of the border. And, and how funny that we have it happened in Monterey as our intro song, which is, by the way, I think it is my favorite Frank Sinatra song from an acoustic perspective, from a, a vocalist perspective. Yeah, that was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Isn't it, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, you could be sitting south of the border, drinking with Frank Sinatra if you necessarily wanted to, although he wouldn't be my favorite person to drink with because, you know, Frank Sinatra, great singer. As a human being, let's Lord. face it, not the greatest not guy in the world. <laughs> Who would you drink with if you uh, if you had a chance to drink with any celebrity musician? Mm. Gosh, that is a tough one. Um I'm going to say a totally not cool answer like you did with Frank Sinatra. I'm going to go the opposite end. No, um, I'm actually going to see Bruno Mars this October in Dallas. I think he'd be kind of fun to party with. I'm not going to lie. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. That's it's a He's young like a person. Pretty fun guy. Yeah. Is, sure. is he? Yeah. Is he known for anything? And I don't. I I don't know who Bruno. I mean, I, I know who Bruno yeah. Mars is, but he's got some good songs. Is he yeah. woke? He, is he what? Is he woke? Um, I that I don't know. <laughs> you know the woke. All the young people talking about, are you woke? Are you aware of the world around you? And, I think he is. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. I would expect he is if he's yeah. a pop star yeah. at this point. Yeah. How about you, Kara? Oh, I, that is so tough. Um, I'm just going to say Mumford & Sons. I'd party with them. Really? For sure. How interesting. Why? Is that based just on the music, or yes. do you know something about them necessarily? Or I mean, I just I've I've watched their. Sadly, I haven't been to one of their concerts, but I've watched them on you know live, mm-hmm. and uh, they just I don't, their vibe, just the people that they bring, just the music, very, yeah. Yeah, they they certainly they, be chill. They would certainly be drinking. They'd certainly be relaxing. I would think. Yeah, right? they'd maybe yeah a vape pen or something perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder where you could get a vape pen in St. Louis Park. Are there any vape uh, studios? I don't think there are any shots at this point. Interesting. Hmm. That might be an opportunity for someone somewhere. Uh, nevertheless, I don't know. I, it, I, I Like I said, I would not be drinking with Frank Sinatra because, again, Frank Sinatra, an angry dude. And I would expect he's an angry drunk because he oh. was an angry drunk as well. He'd have great stories. Yeah, so you'd probably want to sit and listen to him. I did not know that about him. Really? I didn't. He was he was a an uh, he, he was an excitable guy. He was very insecure, they say. You know, the one most interesting thing about Frank Sinatra that nobody really thinks about was that to a certain extent you could say he was the original Justin Bieber. <laughs> Seriously, no, nobody knows. Frank Sinatra was popular. Back when he was basically a teenager, back in the 1930s is when he became famous. Mm -hmm. And he was known as this spoiled brat, you know, Justin Bieber-y kid. (laughs) Difference is, Frank Sinatra had a ton of talent and therefore continued (laughs) to sing for the next seven years. After comparing those two. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the the only only difference. Okay. Do you ever watch Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis? Uh, It sounds familiar. 
you can check it out on YouTube, and he interviews somebody on like a like a public radio or a public TV forum, and it's just a black background, and there are two ferns on each side. So he calls the show Between Two Ferns. I like that. And he interviewed Hillary Clinton. He interviewed uh, Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And with Justin Bieber, one of the questions he asked was, you've had four hairstyles. What's next in your career? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Awesome, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we're drinking and we're uh, we're getting a buzz, so now it's time to start talking about important things yes. like interior design, colors, and window treatments. So we're going to take a quick break, uh, fix yourself a cocktail, and when we come back, we'll be speaking with Rachel Carpenter about interior design and window treatments. In that old standby amorous, it's all too wonderful. I'll never find the words that Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then, swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. This is Lori Swanson. Minnesota's a special place. As your Attorney General, I've stood up to powerful interests to keep it that way. Lori Swanson. From taking on drug companies that inflated prices and forcing a corporate polluter to clean up our drinking water, to taking on Donald Trump as he attacks what we value most as Minnesotans. Now I'm running for governor because there's too much at stake to let Donald Trump and the special interests push policies that hurt our state. Swanson for governor. As governor, I'll continue to defend health care for everyone and I'll lower the cost of health care and prescription drugs. I'll work to keep our kids safe in school and defend our schools against drastic cuts that jeopardize our kids' futures and our state's economy. I've been proud to be your attorney general and as your governor, I'll keep standing up for what's right and get things done for Minnesota. Lori Swanson for Governor. Prepared and paid for by Swanson for Governor. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight will be clear with a low around 69. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 91. Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high near 83. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 81. And Thursday, sunny with a high near 82. PJW Automotive offers quality and dependability the first time around. They service all vehicles, cars, and trucks alike. It's worth the drive to PJW Automotive, located in New Brighton, one exit north of 694 and 35W, or online at pjwauto.com. I look at you and suddenly Something in your eyes I see Soon begins bewitching me It's that old devil moon 
Welcome back to Drink in the Style. Always have a tough time cutting in on Frank Sinatra, especially on some of those amazing tunes, right? Uh, missed my calling. Should have just been a DJ. I'd have like 30 songs that I'd just keep playing over and over again, but dang it, I'd enjoy it. You'd fit in today's radio industry yeah. then. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, we are talking with with Rachel Carpenter, interior designer. Uh, we've been kind of dancing around the window treatment subject because window treatments are tough. So start us out, Rachel. Tell us what the term means in general, and 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 let's launch from there. Okay, so window treatments is it's tough. It's kind of the subject that every designer doesn't really want to touch. Um, the third rail of interior yes, design. Yes, yes. Everything else, it, it's always an afterthought, really, mm -hmm. which is, I mean, really people should budget it in because it's a big expense. But mm -hmm. window treatments is really anything you use to dress your windows. And hopefully it's not like an ugly bed sheet that you tack up on the window, <laughs> which I've seen, or other things. You did that in college. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, window treatments are... They used to just be purely for privacy, right? Mm -hmm. To either block out your creepy neighbors or to, so you can walk around the house naked and nobody can see you. <laughs> so more just functional, right? I say let anybody see me they yeah, like. Well, You're you know. welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, you can move. <laughs> Very true. But they're getting to be more than just that. Mm -hmm. It's really like an accessory for your room. It is, because, you know, again, it's a huge amount of space. It attracts, you know, the eye, without a doubt. You brought up a really good point, though, and that is that they can be a little expensive mm -hmm. and things. So let me ask you this. So let's create context. Relative to the amount of money you spend on uh, a sofa, for example, mm -hmm. how much should you expect to spend on a window treatment? So a really good formula for figuring that out is to figure one and a half to two percent the cost of your home. So let's say your house is worth three hundred thousand dollars. If you wanted to dress all of your windows professionally, you would budget between forty five hundred and six thousand dollars to do every single window in the house. Oh, interesting. All right. So one and a half to two percent of the cost of your home. That's, That's right. a super easy way to figure it out. That is a super easy. That's even uh -huh. better than my comparison to the couches. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the types of window treatments that we're looking at. First of all, what's the trend right now? What are people putting on their windows? So, you know, it really depends. With window treatments, you really want it to be functional. Um, a lot of people are looking at the light. If you're watching Netflix or movies a lot, you don't want glare on your TV. Um, if, you're, if you work from home, you want to cut out the glare on your computer. Um, you know, all of those different things. But so you're really seeing a lot of technology. You can actually connect your window treatments to, like, your Google or your Alexa, um, you can hardwire it into your home with your, you know, Alexa home systems and things like that. Um, so you can literally program your windows to go or your shades to go up and down at certain times throughout the day. You can say, Alexa, close the blinds. Alexa, do this. Um, you can control it from your app on your phone. Um, so the technology piece is crazy right now with window treatments. How do you find these technology solutions? Are there particular stores or dealers or do consultants like yourself and designers know where to go? Right. So you definitely want to work with a professional, um, mm -hmm. a dealer, a window treatment, you know, specialist or designer that specializes in that. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, you know, pretty much all the big brand names are, are offering those technologies now. And it can pull your blinds up, down, open, mm -hmm. closed. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, what? it's got to be, sounds expensive, is it? You know, it's a little bit more of an investment. Um, right now, the technologies are still kind of new. So I feel like in the next couple of years, they'll start going down just like everything else. Mm -hmm. um, but they're really great for um, if you have some really high windows in your house that you can't reach, mm -hmm. but you want to be able to close them for glare or whatever light. Um, you know, obviously, you're going to need something motorized to control those. And um, so there's some really cool options out there right now. I can also imagine terrible miscues uh, at one point, uh, <laughs> opening at inappropriate times as a possibility, but I don't know, maybe I just jabber too much in, <laughs> in my living room. There's always human uh, error. <laughs> there, there really is. So our blinds, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say vertical blinds are not making a comeback quite yet. No, not yet. <laughs> which is a good thing. Although, frankly, I, I kind of liked vertical blinds back in, they were popular in the 80s and 90s. They and served a purpose. They did, they mm -hmm. did. But yep. So horizontal blinds uh, are are a, are a 
constant. How about plantation shutters? Are plantation shutters still trending? Yeah, yeah. It really depends on the style of your home. The shutters, um, natural woven materials are really big right now, like the wicker and rattan kind of look with like the farmhouse look that's big right now. Um, even window tinting. We actually offer window tinting with the company that I work through. Sometimes that's a better option than actually covering the window. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. There's lots of different styles. Wood blinds, you know, your old-fashioned mini blinds, which not many people do anymore, but, yeah. Without a doubt. And, and, and you know, it's funny. We would talk about plantation shutters and, and reclaimed. I know that one company does reclaimed farm, uh, uh, what do you call, barnwood mm -hmm. plantation shutters, mm -hmm. which is a, a great idea. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right. So, let's imagine you have vertical or, or vertical I'm, I'm obsessed now suddenly with vertical blinds. <laughs> let's say that you've got a window you're putting blinds on it you're going to surround it most often with drapery of one kind or another um you know what are the trends in drapery selection and also by the way what about height of draperies you know is the yes. rule that they should be brushing the floor delicately like a soft summer breeze <laughs> or should they be pooling at the bottom it kind of depends on how dramatic you want to go and the look of your home um, and the functionality, too. Um, if you have kids or pets, you know, you're probably not going to have a dramatic pooling on the floor drapery. Um, that would quickly become a climbing apparatus if you have boys like I do. Um, so, you know, you got to think about those things. But the cool thing with draperies is um, you can actually make your windows look bigger and more um, dramatic by um, heightening the height of the bar, so hanging it ab above the windowsill, mm -hmm. and then extending out beyond the window as well, will give the illusion that you have this really grandiose, huge window, hmm. when really it's just the bar and the drapery is making it look that big. Interesting. Yeah. Optical illusion. Optical illusion. Smoke yes. and mirrors. Right, right. All right. Mm -hmm. What about styles of furniture and, and drapery uh, selections? Do particular types of... of designs uh, look better with certain window treatments? Yeah, you know, I think if you're going for more of a contemporary clean look, a, a really simple um, roller shade, which was huge in the 70s, we all pictured like where you pull it down and it like clickety, clickety oh, yeah. clacks, like rolls up. It's not like that anymore. They're way <laughs> cooler than that. <laughs> Um, but I actually have one on the door to my office at Habitation because I've got an old vintage door that has a glass entrance. Yeah. And, you know, every night I put a little shade on there. Yeah. So when you're angry, there's nothing more satisfying than yanking that sucker yeah. down and then watching it. It's like those FBI up. movies in the 70s or something where they pull the shade, you know. <laughs> yeah. <You're> right. <laughs> really angry. Exactly. But now they're a lot cooler. Roller shades are actually a, a really popular choice. How have they changed them? Fabric selection choices. No longer um, the easily rippable vinyl. No, no, no. You can get them in like a natural woven wicker rattan look, um, all different kinds of colors. You can actually get your logo imprinted on them um, for your business, your hours of operation if you want. Um, really? The options are endless. Images? Images. An angry picture of me staring out the window yes. so that people think I'm watching at all yes, times? Yes, we'll just hang it reverse so your picture is staring out the window really creepily. Right? Mm -hmm. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yep. I we like can that do that. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those can, of course, also be put, yeah, right. uh, put together with the with the mechanical systems as well and some kind of track mm -hmm. system or... Yep. All yep. Right. They can be motorized as well. But those are just a really sleek, clean, if you like clean lines, simple, um, those are the way to go. Okay. Yeah. What about colors um, and fabrics specifically for draperies? And draperies are still kind of the, the workhorse of the window treatment mm -hmm. world, are they not? I mean... Yeah, I think, you know, in a formal living room or depending on your setting, you should have a shade on the window to actually, you know, cover the window, and then you should dress it with the draperies. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of like to think of it like an accessory for your outfit. Mm -hmm. You know, the draperies are kind of like the earrings and the, and the jewelry, mm -hmm. and the room almost looks kind of naked without it. It does, yes. doesn't it? And yeah. ladies, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you leave the house without your jewelry and you get to work and you're like, oh, I feel so naked, I don't have my jewelry on. That's what your windows are going to feel like in your house if you don't dress them. It does leave kind of a, a an incomplete look. That's mm -hmm. all there is to it. It's the finishing touch. Right. And, you know, it's like accessories in, in the interior design world would like to say, well, as you know, I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, that the, the love is in the accessories. You know, you can have the nicest sofa. You can have the nicest chair. Everything can be put together. But if you don't have those finishing touches, it's just never quite going to come together. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, are velvet drapes, by the way, still popular? I remember that was a trend for a period of time. Has that gotten too heavy? Or, again, is it reflective of, of the style of the room? 
Yeah, I think it really depends on the style of the room, the homeowner's lifestyle, you know, um, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And who do you use as a uh, as a, a source for your window treatments? Is there a particular company that uh, you're working with that uh, you'd like to mention? Um, well, the company that I work for, we have a ton of different lines. There's so many options. Hunter Douglas is a big uh, one. Everybody knows that name. Um, Graber Lafayette, which is made in the USA, in Indiana. Um, Comfort Techs, the um, Comfort Techs lines, it's kind of cool. They can actually match um, the shades to a paint color. So you can send in like your paint chip and really? they'll actually paint match it to a variation of that paint color. Oh, how cool. Um, so there's lots of really cool technology, like stuff like that going on. So, um, but yeah, there's endless options out there for window treatments, more than you would ever imagine are out there. I mean, that's part of the reason that I think even designers tend to shy away from window treatments because it is just a vast array of, you know, even art. I mean, if you listen to the show, you know I complain a lot about how complicated art can be. Window treatments even more so because it's mostly bespoke. Well, and every room is different. So, I mean, you'd want, like, I would want, I would be terrible. So I'd say I want a window treatment in this room based on that style. Like, mm-hmm. how do you incorporate that? Yeah, you could do every window different if you wanted to. I mean, you can coordinate them. You can do matching fabrics, but in different styles of shades. Um, you know, there's lots of options. You can do blackout in the bedroom if you're a person who likes to, like, totally shut out the light. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd probably want, like, a blackout shade, you know, in the in the bedroom. And Go away from the light. Right. Go back yeah. to bed, for God's <laughs> sake. Go away from the light. Are there any... How, what would you say is the biggest mistake that people make in window treatments? If there was one thing, above all else, avoid, other than hanging the bed sheet over the oh, window. Oh, yes. Please don't do that. Um, I think the biggest mistake is not hiring a professional, honestly. Um, there's so many little quirks with the windows and measuring and how to make sure they're going to fit and installing them and just all of those things. Um, if you go to your big box store and try and do it yourself, chances are you're probably not going to get the right fit and the right option, and you're going to end up just spending more money in the long run. It's a really That's absolutely good advice. And it's so true of so many things. By hiring a professional, it generally doesn't cost you more no. because, you know, there's profit that's built into window treatments along the board. It's a matter of where that goes. Does it go to the store? Does it go to the professional? Because you're going to be able to order directly from from the suppliers in most cases, right? right? Correct. Yep. Right. And we do all the measuring and all the all of that stuff for you. So. All right. Well, there it is. Uh, we'll come back. We'll find out how to get in touch with you, Rachel. Uh, but we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, we are going to uh, finish up a conversation with Rachel Carpenter. We're going to let her ask some questions of the host. We're going to do the Habitation audio blog and talk about designer rehab. Stick like with us. New York in June. How about you? I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Hi, Gregory Rich, host of AM950's Drinkin' the Style. Are you a fan of cool? Then let me introduce you to Gus Modern. Available exclusively in the Twin Cities at Habitation Furnishing and Design, Gus Modern is kind of mid-century, kind of contemporary, and 100% cool. Timeless, comfortable, awesome, and through August 19th, 20% off. Visit GusModern.com or stop in at Habitation at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard and check it out. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900.
Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. I've got you deep in the heart of me. So deep in my heart. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you as always by Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park. All of our tracks, I should mention, are off of my favorite Frank Sinatra album, Songs for Swinging Lovers. I'm going to say it came out. We're going to say like 1962, maybe, give or take. But uh, one of his finest albums. And if you are looking for a single album and not a best of collection, which is unfair, because Frank Sinatra actually pioneered the concept of the theme album before the uh, Beatles did it. All these songs that were tied together by a single theme. And Songs for Swinging Lovers was one of those. And every song is absolutely fantastic. So go out, go and buy it. Name of the record? Awesome. Songs for Swinging Lovers. Lovely. Back before Swinging Lovers had a completely different meaning <laughs> in the 1970s <laughs> overall. All right. Rachel, let me ask you a quick question. What is diplomacy, everything else aside, what is your favorite style of furniture? What's your favorite theme? Well, I, I tend to be very eclectic. I can go anywhere from very traditional to very contemporary. Um, I used to work at Vogue Furniture back in the day, which was ultra contemporary. So that's, love Vogue Furniture. I Lena Lapizio, currently now at Habitation, as she you was, know. Yes, yes. So I, I learned a lot from her and was really inspired by that ultra contemporary style. Um, but I kind of like to say my own personal style is kind of like classic preppy with like a sprinkle of contemporary and oh i love it you know i love like stripes polka dots like classic patterns really clean lines okay. um but then sprinkling in a little bit of a surprise here and there oh i love that does that make sense all right well in that case <laughs> rachel in your honor this week at habitation furnishing and design what you're describing makes me think of <clears throat> trika furniture I actually set this up to see what you would say, and then I was going to pick a line that is reflective of what you're talking about. Trika is this amazing furniture line out of Canada. Um, they do... Um, I, you hit me on the preppy, kind of the, mm -hmm. the edgy preppy yep. type of a look, and it's kind of a blend of modern, but it's not way over the edge. They have, among other things, the most amazing media console. It adheres directly to the wall. Hmm. It's got magnetic backs. You can do it in a different fabric. The one on the showroom floor is like a plaid with a bronze metal associated with it. So we're going to do 20% off everything from Trika uh, this week only at Habitation. I love it. Maybe I can sell you a sofa. I'm going to have to come check it out. I think you do. Yeah. I think you do. All right. Um, so there it is again at Habitation on 4317 Excelsior Boulevard. We are going to uh, be opening this up to uh, a couple of questions. But before we do that, we're going to do the Habitation audio log. And the Habitation audio log, which 
sometimes gets me in tremendous trouble um, is going to be one of those. (laughs) Sounds fun. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, I'd also like to point out that um, with with my parents in town visiting from New York, I did not have much time to write the habitation audio log this week, so I literally just pounded this out. I don't think I've proofread it, so it could be an incoherent rambling (laughs) of uh, things that got under my skin. So let's see how this goes. Ready. Yeah, right. All right. Habitation audio log installment 12, Unsure Direction. Hmm. I've been asked recently what the status of Designer Rehab, the closeout and consignment store that was slated to open in July of this year and had been partially rolled out in the existing habitation location might be. Listeners may recall that the original plan was to turn the Excelsior Boulevard location into Designer Rehab and relocate the Habitation showroom to the new property on West Lake Street, also in St. Louis Park. After a serious run-in with the St. Louis Park Inspections Department, inspectors rushed to the site and created a huge list of additional requirements that had had not been discussed in the early stages of the project. Among them, the requirement that I essentially remove the back of the building to allow for a second handicapped entrance to be constructed. Uh, Which, by the way, no other store has to have two handicapped entrances, but suddenly I do. Anyway, um, they also demanded the replacement of uh, city plumbing in the uh, front of the property on city property uh, and replacement of a cement walkway leading to the property, uh, which requires excavation to a depth of three feet and about $10,000. The laundry list uh, of other issues, all in all, totaled about $100,000 in extra costs. After meeting with the city, the project was again slated to continue, but because the costs have been so overwhelming, other substantial project parts of the project had to be scrapped. All work on the facade of the property has been eliminated. Addition of offices inside were scrapped. Basically, anything that would have beautified the space and made it conducive to a high-end design center that I had envisioned are now gone. Obviously, you can't put a high-end design center in a space that isn't attractive, so I made the decision to keep habitation on Excelsior Boulevard and put rehab on Lake Street. Well, after two months of sitting idly, paying for the building but without any uh, construction permits, uh, cutting the project down to the bone, we're still $40,000 over budget uh, with a half-completed building, and we are now looking for some more solutions. Those options include selling the property, leasing it to a national company, uh, two of them with whom I am currently talking, uh, but one that has deep enough pockets to pay the city's requirements, using the space for storage, or potentially making the space into a discount location open only one weekend per month. Bottom line, I'm not sure what is happening with the property or with designer rehab. The only certainty is that this beautiful renovation that would have improved the neighborhood, created jobs, and been a benefit for consumers will not come to pass, at least not in St. Louis Park. Still, the inspectors certainly did show me who was in charge, didn't they? And I guess that's really what they had wanted. That's the end of the Habitation Audio blog for this week. How do you really feel? I know, right? (laughs) I had actually, when this first started, I had um, the art girls on the program, Kelly and Holly from Griffin Gallery. And our fourth segment was just talking about when everything had first happened. And they were so irritated on my behalf. They were fierce. They were talking about about picketing and I mean it's insane I of course documented all this and at that time I was prepared to sue the city and I probably still should but let's face it nobody wins in a lawsuit except the lawyers Um, so I actually had to cut that segment on that show because at that time my lawyer said to make sure I didn't air it Um, but at some point we are going to that's the uncut unaired version right Brett? Yes we still have that saved just not aired and then we are probably at some point going to do uh, a couple of shows uh, or at least a regular segment on uh, working with St. Louis Park and building uh, builders. I've got a ton maybe, of builders. Maybe, um, do you know Randy Hobbs with uh, Residential Renewal? I don't. Okay. 
Yeah, we're gonna, you're going to talk to him. Has he done oh, work in St. Louis all St. Louis Park. That's all he does. He really? Bought, he bought my house. I sold him my house, uh, and then he, he did a whole rebuild on it. But um, he knows them, and he just up and down, he knows all the little... The, caveats. Yes, and, sure. I mean, the bottom line is there's never an e- an end to the list of things that a city can make you do if they want right. to. I'd like to see you follow through with this project and get that hundred thousand dollars back for sure. Money's <laughs> almost all already gone. I mean, okay. you know, it's cost me a, a fortune, and you know, congratulations. But huh. uh, yeah, no, the 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 call in show is going to be fun when we have builders and property owners come in and talk about. St. Louis Park uh, and the difficulty. And again, I don't know what's going to happen with the project. We may go ahead and try to do the build out, but you know, there's no way of knowing, even though now I have the permit to build out, there's, there, they could show up and suddenly, oh, gee, this, we've just discovered that this door is not. Instead of a fireproof. petition, what about a GoFundMe for all of the St. Louis Park residents who feel the exact same way? <gasps> really? And we, everyone yeah. just like donate into this and we make sure that this happens. I mean, Cara, that is actually kind of genius. Did I tell you I uh, bought the domain name slphorrorstories.com? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sitting there right now. Anyway, there it is. I've made enough trouble for myself. I can expect inspectors tomorrow. Um, Brian, looking forward to seeing you, my friend. I think you should make him a summertime spank. I think your whole world will change if the inspectors drink a summertime spank. Brian, meet us at Mill. It makes all the problems go away. They'll be like, yes, we can do that. This is all right. Excellent. All right, we got a little bit of time. Rachel. Hit me with a question before we go to our segment close. You've been awesome, by the way. Oh, gosh. Um, I want to know, how did you come up with the name Habitation? And maybe you've already said this in another segment, and if you did, then don't indulge me. But I have not, and that is a really good question, because you know what? Naming your business is incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. At going through the stages of entrepreneurial rollout, right, you start with the misconception that the things that don't matter are really, really important. You know, um, what is the website going to look like and, you know, and what color is this and things. But one of the ones that really is key is the name mm-hmm. of the business. And I went through a ton of different names. Uh, Jade Wood and Stone Incorporated and, um, you know, a whole bunch of other ones. Habitation, which I looked up, is defined as the state or process of living in a particular place. Mm-hmm. Simply appealed to me on a an intellectual basis, mm-hmm. so like that's that. where it came from. Simple, thank you. Simple, it evokes a feeling of like home. I think I was just gonna say that. Yeah, home. Yeah. Thanks, that's guys. Thank you. Fun fact: Don't change your name after five years. Ever? A, a lot of people, a lot of businesses, they end up changing their name, thinking, okay, what if we get a new name? Anyway. And you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Very quickly. Rachel, how can uh, listeners get in touch with you? You can go to blindsandmore, spell out and, dot org. Blindsandmore.org. Send us an info request. Look me up and I'll help you out. Fantastic. Thank you for being on the show. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us. I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week and remind you, as Frank Sinatra once said, I'm for anything that gets you through the night, be it prayer, tranquilizers, or a bottle of Jack Daniels. (laughs) 